We are one. Monday, October 31, 2022. Bottom line, my father and I are one. Period. John 10:30. So far this chapter of the Gospel of John has been a continuation of the confrontations and opposition of the Jewish leaders against Jesus. He has been consistently responding to their questions and rebuffing their attempts to find fault in his teachings and even one reason to expose him to the Roman authorities. All of this without success. In verse 24, once again they come to Jesus and confront him. They have only one question on their mind. Until when, they begin, will you keep us in suspense? If you are indeed the Messiah, just come out and say so. This is a disingenuous attempt to use his declaration against him. But Jesus would have nothing to do with providing them with material that they could use against him. In fact, in verse 25, he simply tells them, How many times have I told you who I am, and still you do not believe? The religious leaders in the times of Jesus were not interested in bringing down the status quo. They wanted blood. They wanted dirt. They wanted to bring Jesus down. Few were the ones that opened their mind and soul to the words of Jesus. So finally, for the moment, he had to bring this back and forth to an end. His words in verse 30. Bottom line, my father and I are one. Period. That's it. Enough. But in the two preceding verses, Jesus uses a term that can be translated to seize or to snatch. He chooses these terms to paint a picture to the believers who have placed their trust in Jesus. In verse 28, he says, Never will anyone snatch them out of my hand. Jesus is referring to his sheep, those wayward, pea-brained, listless animals he loves so much that he is willing to lay down his life for them. But then Jesus replays the text as if to draw the hearer to the obvious parallel, as if the first text left something even greater to follow, and so it is. In verse 29, Jesus caps the first text with a powerful follow-up. In the latter part of the verse, he says, He is greater than everyone and everything. So then, no one will ever seize them out of my Father's hand. Did you hear that? Not only are those who have placed their trust in Jesus safe from being snatched by whatever foe from his mighty hand, he doubles down on the guarantee and mentions the Almighty as being greater than everyone and everything. Then comes the second guarantee. No one will ever seize them out of my Father's hand. That is an all-powerful duo. Just a mere five chapters later, and Jesus will add a third-level guarantee. There are even better things to come for the sheep from Jesus' fold. One major concept that comes from this text is the thought of God the Father and God the Son being one. There is no difference among them. God reveals himself in three different ways to better communicate with his wayward sheep. God is one. This is unequivocal and secure. But in his mercy, he has chosen to reach across the chasm that sin has created between the Almighty and his fallen humanity living on this wayward orb. God is one. God above us. God with us. God within us. He is drawing us to him constantly until we become one with him forever. We are one in him. Nothing can separate us from God. Nothing. Wow. 
Abba, I want to become one with you, but I have so far to go. But I will trust you with my salvation. I will look to you, not at my flaws. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.